1: Visit BetterHelp.com slash bed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot MakeYourBed. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed podcast, a low-key, real-talk, motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to incorporate healthy routine into your day-to-day. Build momentum and better your life. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to day three of the improv class series. Yesterday, I talked a little bit about the quote unquote rules of improv, but today I wanted to dig a little deeper. I'm going to do a brief recap of yesterday's and then I'm going to dig deeper in the ones I think uh, I could have probably done a little better on. <laughs> One, there are no rules. There are no wrong answers. Mistakes are Are opportunities. Learn from them, grow from them, create magic from them, but never let the potential of a mistake stop you from going for it. Focus more on the flow and the journey rather than the plan. Do not sit on the sidelines thinking about what you're going to say next and who you're going to be unless you can really add an element to the scene by going in with a specific intention, just stay open-minded and trust yourself to make the right choices because you will. And again, sometimes you won't. And on those moments, you can absolutely grow from them because again, mistakes are gifts if you allow them to be. Remember to stay completely open with your body language, your receptiveness, and focus more on listening. Than speaking. Stay attentive. Stay responsive. And don't do the classic hearing thing where you pretend to listen to somebody and then completely take the conversation where you intended to take it before they started talking. Because by waiting for somebody to finish so you can pigeonhole with your own thing, you're not building that connection that's so essential to a good improv scene. You need to be on the same page. If nothing else, you need to try to be, or put in the team effort to get there. Never be afraid to put yourself out there and actually go for it, especially if nobody else is. You're not going to fail, and if you do, it'll be okay. Just breathe through it. Try your best, but there is no VIP. There is no winner. The key is having fun, so go out there and have as much fun as possible. If your focus is having a good time, it will absolutely improve the audience experience, but it will also improve the experience of everyone around you. Your entire team will appreciate you having a good time. Nobody wants to watch somebody on stage having a bad time, trust me. So don't go for the joke. Your focus should always be to make everyone else look good. Worry about setting your friends up for success. And the only way that you can really fail on stage or in comedy is if you shut down. So don't shut down your friends, don't shut down a statement, and don't shut down yourself. You can respond in real time, however you feel is appropriate, and you can recover if you make a mistake. But it's a lot harder to recover from just staring blankly at the audience or your teammates. If you're worried more about making everyone else look good and having a great time and being curious, you can really slow down, listen, and do it in a way that feels good across the board. Because it will always be nerve-wracking, trust me. Performing on stage without a script can be scary. But like with anything, the more that you practice, the better that you'll get. And the better you get, the more confident you'll feel the more comfortable you'll feel and the more automatic it will become. So let yourself lean into the process. Let yourself lean into your mistakes. Let yourself lean into your growth and don't forget to reflect and take notes and ask questions that are relevant but really just focus on living in it, creating worlds based on foundations that you have built on connections with the people around you in order to have the most fun. And the reason I think it's so important to build those connections is because often in improv, you're stuck with people you've never performed with before. And immediately you go on stage and you have to pretend you're each other's brother and sister or partner or loved one or caretaker or therapist. And you have to do that all on stage. So that's why it's good to get consent checks and know what people's boundaries are so that you're not just fumbling and worried about that out of context, and you can really be in your character, in your scene, or in your moment without being distracted. Because improv really is like a form of meditation. You have to stay super present, super aware, and incredibly curious. You're an observer, but you're also interacting with the environments that you create. And one of the biggest principles that is really one of the foundational rules or expectations of improv is the yes and concept. Yes and means that you are not shutting anybody down. You're not denying them. You are saying yes to the world and the suggestion that they built. And this is one of the best things you can do in conversations. And you can do it in business. You can do it in customer service. And it will change your life. And I want to be clear. I often think that people think yes and means you're agreeing wholeheartedly. You're a yes man. You're a, oh, everything's great all the time. Whatever you want, sir. No. Yes and means you are seeing the other person's perspective and responding appropriately based on your own. You can say no and still be saying yes to the world that they built. For instance, if I come out and I say, We're astronauts, and this is the first time we've touched on this planet. I can't believe there's no ice cream here. And you turn around and you say, Mom, I don't want to go to school today. It's snowing outside. You would be completely shutting down what I suggested. You would make me have to scramble. And your focus was not making me look good. But if you were to yes my statement and say, We are astronauts. And you can agree on the foundation I built by saying yes to that part. You can say no to everything else I said. You can say, actually, Julie, there is ice cream here. I brought the first ice cream shop to Mars. And I gotta admit, this is my style to do very bad improv scenes as examples. So Lena and friends, but you see what I'm saying. Saying yes does not necessarily agree wholeheartedly with everything everyone else is saying all the time. It's simply agreeing that you live in the world and the headspace that they are living in. That you see life from their perspective and can absolutely play with them in the world that they built. So tomorrow, I'm going to go a little deeper in the concept of yes and and no but, (laughs) because that's the way I like to explain it. I think yes and just sounds too generalized and accommodating. And as a recovering people pleaser, I really need to clarify. I love you all very much, and I'll talk to you tomorrow as you make your damn bed. I've been your host, Julie Marica, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.